Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for being here and sharing this space with me. Today, we're talking all about guilt. And I know that many of us, probably most of us have experienced feeling excessively guilty after eating something indulgent or eating something that, you know, in quotes, not on my plan or having an overeat or a binge. And in this episode, I talk about guilt, that emotion and, and how this feeling, this emotion around food and eating directly leads to weight gain. I'm going to explain how this happens as well as give you some really practical ways to release the guilt so that you can lose the weight for good. And I'm including that, that I'm, you know, I'm telling you, I'm going to give you some practical ways because you've probably heard me say this before, but one of my pet peeves, especially within the mental health, emotional health space is when I read things or social media things or, you know, like those quotes that'll pop up in your social media feed and it's things to do or hearing other, uh, you know, therapists say things like, well, you just need to let it go, right? So, you know, well, if you're feeling guilty, we know this doesn't work, so you just have to let it go. And then it ends there. And that really bothers me because I'm just like, I've always asked the question, what does that mean to let it go? How do you actually let it go? So I'm going to give a couple quick examples of how you actually start to release the guilt, how you actually start to let it go. By the way, I hate that saying, let it go for those reasons. But anyway, I'm going to give you some practical ways in how to start practicing releasing guilt. Okay, so we do have actual research on this, which is just fascinating if you start diving into it, that those of us who associate guilt with indulgence, with food indulgences, we have a significantly harder time maintaining our weight, let alone losing weight if we have weight to lose. And here's why guilt does not work to recover from an indulgence because the argument I will get often, the one also that I used to use years and years ago, I really believe this, was like, no, I need to feel guilty after having a binge or I need that guilt after an overeat or I ate something that was off my diet. I need that guilt to propel me into you know, doing better the next day, restricting the next day, like getting back in line the next day. But we have research, uh, and, and really most of us who have tried that know it doesn't work if you've been doing this long enough. That's what gets into that restriction, um, deprivation, overeating, binging cycle, and always brings on more weight gain. But we do have research on it. And, and here's why guilt does not work to 
recover from an indulgence or an overeating or a binge. A study from the University of New Zealand found people who felt guilty after eating a piece of chocolate cake, and this is all in quotes, did not report more positive attitudes or stronger intentions to eat healthy than did those associating chocolate cake with celebration. So they had people who would associate, um, and I would call this sort of like more this normal response to an an indulgence, right? So like you're at a birthday celebration, there are some people who are just going to see eating the cake as a part of the celebration. It's part of just that, um, you know, that coming together, that celebration. So of course I'm going to have some chocolate cake. These are the people who can eat a few bites of it. Maybe they don't even eat the whole thing and they're just totally satisfied. And then they had other people who um, really felt guilty after indulging in it. And what they found was the people who had that guilty reaction just felt more out of control with food later on. So we all know, most of us listening, if you're listening to this, um, that out of control feeling with food is what leads to more overeating. It may not be the next day. Some of you might be really good at restricting or depriving the next day or for a few days. But over time, what they found is it really did lead to more overeating, more weight gain. So another interesting study showed that guilt actually increased a person's perceived body weight, meaning feeling guilty actually makes us feel fatter and feeling fatter, again, (laughs) makes most of us eat more over time. The Institute for the Psychology of Eating actually reported that guilt may slow down our metabolic rate, causing us to gain more weight from the same amount of calories. So you have the amount of calories that you can eat that maintains your weight. But if you are always feeling guilty over time, this same amount of caloric intake, which was maintaining your weight, will actually increase your weight. And this is kind of that mind-body connection piece. Um, We know through many different studies that our psychology, how we're thinking, how we're feeling, our emotions will actually impact our physical body, our metabolic rate. And this is one of those studies that showed that. Just a quick interruption here to tell you about a new product I've been using. I recently was sent a couple of products from the Amino Co, the Amino Company. It's abbreviated Amino Co. This company specializes in a few different formulas that are centered around amino acid supplementation. I did a pretty deep dive into the company as well as the research behind their formulas which is based on some initial research done by NASA. And beyond that, they used many clinical research studies to create their formulations. And amino acids are what build our proteins that make up our tissues and our bodies, as well as they are involved in almost every cellular process within our bodies. I really got into learning about amino acids years ago because they are such a huge part of muscle growth and maintenance. And you all know how big I am on building and maintaining muscle for longevity and staying active and healthy 
as we age. Most of you also know I'm a huge proponent of protein. And if you are a client of mine, a weight loss client of mine, you are well-versed in me harping on you about working to get more protein into your diet on a daily basis. And this is one of the keys that can help you lose weight and keep it off. So protein which is made up of amino acids, is really, really important. The other issue with amino acids is that we cannot produce all of them in the body that we need. We need to get some of them, and these are called essential amino acids, through our food or supplementation. So if we don't consume these essential amino acids on a regular basis, our bodies lose the ability to uh, create as and, and also maintain muscle mass as well as bone density. And it's really important for both these things as we age. My favorite product of theirs that I tried was the Life Supplement. This one is really for those of us who are mostly focused on maintaining as well as still building muscle as we age. In clinical trials, this one showed that it was that it enhanced physical function and muscle strength and supported heart health. I also just really like knowing that along with staying focused on getting in my dietary protein amount, I am also supplementing with the essential amino acids that I want daily for my long-term goals of strength, muscle maintenance, and staying healthy as I age. So since I decided I trusted this product and felt the benefits of this product, and because you are a listener of this podcast, you can try their products for 30% off, which by the way, is a really big discount amount. Uh, You can use my referral link, which is aminoco.com slash HH30. Again, that is A-M-I-N-O-C-O.com slash capital H, capital H, the number three, the number zero. So go to aminoco.com slash HH30. Choose your product or products. And at checkout, you can use the discount code again, HH30, capital H, capital H, three, zero, for 30% off your entire order. Here's the thing with guilt. Guilt is not all bad. Guilt is necessary as humans to give us a moment of awareness and that maybe we need to pay closer attention to our eating habits. But the difference is if it if guilt sticks around for a while, and this is called harboring guilt, it is, it's when many people, for example, who binge eat, feel after a binge, right? They, they feel guilty, I mean, for days, 24-7, longer than that. Guilt becomes this sort of habitual feeling all day long. So it's, 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 what, um, it's when we feel it deeply, And often, that's when we're harboring it, that it becomes really, really problematic for not just permanent weight loss, but any sort of weight loss. So a a moment of guilt can be great if it just lasts long enough to get your attention so you can analyze the misstep, figure out what went wrong, and then make some plans to correct it in the future. Remember, this is being the scientist and not the judge here. Um, So that's the difference between long-lasting guilt harboring. This harboring of guilt around an indulgence or a binge eating episode or an overeating episode prolongs and fuels more overeating over time. 
Here's the typical cycle that I see with my weight loss clients who deal with a lot of guilt and shame around food, um, honestly, around just their bodies in general, around eating. But you know, you eat something you consider bad or off plan, or you have a binge eating episode, then you proceed to really berate yourself harshly, right? The, the shaming and the negative self-talk which creates you feelings, it gives you feelings, creates feelings of feeling weak or pathetic or effed up or broken. And then when you feel defeated and weak enough, enough, like deeply enough, there's, there's this voice that comes in and often says something like, well, you're obviously too broken and screwed up to resist, so let's get more food. Yay. So that's sort of the cycle that goes on, and that's why that guilt, harboring that guilt, creates more and more weight gain over time, or at the very least, stops weight loss if, if you have weight to lose. But even for those of you who don't have weight to lose and you're just dealing with food and body image eating issues, um, binging episodes, restriction, all that kind of stuff. So maybe on the outward, um, looking at you, you know, it won't be like, oh, they need to lose weight or anything like that. But it's like, it's the same process, um, whether you have weight to lose or not. It's, um, this is that cycle that we really, we really want to figure out ways to release guilt so that we're not in that cycle of depriving, restricting, binging, whether or not there is weight to lose. So first practical step here is to practice reframing your thoughts around indulging. So remember, we are looking to shift away from those guilt feelings. And so to do this, we need to change our thinking around indulging. Remember that our Thoughts create feelings, so we're going to practice pivoting some of our thoughts to shift our feelings, so to shift away from those guilt feelings. So one example of reframing our thoughts around maybe indulging would be to focus on the moments like we talked about earlier as celebrations, right? So I'm going to indulge and really enjoy this chocolate cake, really enjoy this cookie, whatever it is. Because this is a celebration that I'm sharing with family and friends and communing creates some really good feelings for me. So that's one way to shift your thinking so that you're not creating those feelings of guilt. Looking at the research and from examples in real life, the the lesson here really is if you're going to indulge or a binge eating episode occurs or you overeat more than you intended it's actually better to plan out exactly beforehand what you're going to have, when and where you're going to have it, how much you're going to eat, and when you're going to stop. So when I'm, I'm working with clients who uh, have binge eating episodes, this is usually what we get into, actually planning out the binge. There's no restriction involved. We just, I have the clients list out all the foods they're going to have during this binge, when they're going to have the binge, where it's going to occur. It's really the same idea. When we make a plan for these indulgences, like, you know, I'm going to a celebration and there's going to be food there and I'm going to want to eat it. Like it's worth it. I want to partake in that. Or on, you know, more of an extreme, even planning out a binge eating episode. What happens when we pre-plan is that we take away then the feelings of guilt. 
because it was planned out beforehand, because the client did nothing behind their own back, they weren't secret eating or binging behind their own back. They, you know, didn't set themselves up before the celebration saying things like, okay, I'm on a diet. I I can't have any of the chocolate cake and then ate the chocolate cake, right? It's like pre-planning, being realistic, kind of like I talked about last week is so important in order to get rid of those guilt feelings. So because it was planned, because the client did nothing behind their own back, they didn't eat behind their own back, there is no integrity lost with themselves. So so no guilt forms. You've kept your integrity with yourself. You had a plan, you stuck to the plan, the plan was doable, and so you were able to keep your integrity with yourself. And since no guilt forms and then the extended periods of overeating or binging or overindulging start to lessen over time. So when guilt is released, you are lighter with yourself. You're more willing to recognize when you're getting carried away with food and you're more willing to correct that in the moment. It creates that willingness to stay plugged in to your behavioral goals around food, around your weight, around your health. It gives you confidence as you start to recognize that releasing the guilt will actually create less overeating over time. I hope you learned something useful from this episode, understanding how guilt, which by the way is the precursor to shame, actually hinders weight loss and can actually create weight gain and practicing ways to shift your thinking to release the guilt and then using the practical behavioral strategy of planning your overeats, planning your binge eating episodes, planning your indulgences for a time period will decrease those guilt feelings, which then start to lessen the overeating, overindulging, the binging, eating episodes, which over time, which then of course leads to the weight coming off for good, but above and beyond that, just a much more healthy, normal, relaxed, content relationship with food, with your body, with yourself. I hope you'll pass along the episode to anyone else you think might benefit as well, or just the podcast, that would be great. Uh, Whatever platform you're listening from, if you could write a review or give a five-star review, that would be awesome. That really helps the algorithms um, so that when people are searching for things, uh, that this podcast will pop up more frequently. And that really helps me keep the podcast going. So I'd appreciate anything you're willing to do there or sharing it on your social media profile. I appreciate all of you who support this podcast, who do things like that, but also those of you who have done the listener support. Um, Even that 99 cents a month is huge in helping me keep this podcast going. Um, If you don't support the podcast, but you want to, you're, you're getting benefit or value out of this, you can, from whatever platform you're listening to, just scroll down under the... Uh, episode description, there's a link um, that says support this podcast, I believe, and you can click on that. And um, there's just a couple buttons that you have to click to support it. Anyway, thanks for sharing this space with me and we will talk soon. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com 
Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N, and get in touch with questions on all things I offer, like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services. Thank you.